Hello everyone, my name is Jasmine and I am a certified manifestation and mindset life coach, podcast host of Just Glow With It, and lover of the universe. I teach modern day women how to manifest their desires and create their dream life by helping up-level their mindset, master the art of manifestation, and radiate their inner glow. On Just Glow With It, we talk mindset, manifestation, and all things that modern spiritual women love. From balancing your chakras to day jobs and side hustles, self-care 101 to having a thriving social life and healthy relationships, I cover it all. If you're ready to embrace all the high vibes, up-level like never before, and live life the glow way, then keep on listening. And as always, remember to just glow with it. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode here on Just Glow With It. I am so excited for today's episode. Not only is it on a topic that I am absolutely obsessed about, but in today's episode I am actually interviewing the lovely Wendy, also known as Skin Therapy by Wendy on Instagram. Wendy is a licensed esthetician. She is actually my esthetician. She's the first person I've ever went to, gotten a facial by, and she is such a sweetheart. I love her energy and her vibe and I know you girls will too and in today's episode she is sharing how to have your glowiest healthiest looking skin ever she is dropping some major knowledge and insight and tips and tools on all things skin so from skincare products ingredients to avoid in your skincare products from your diet to foods that trigger acne and she is also talking about how to cultivate your ideal skincare routine and how to properly apply skincare products and we'll also be diving deep into skincare do's and don'ts botox and anti-aging products and we'll also be answering your instagram questions that you sent both of us and so this is just an overall amazing episode full of so much information and insight and it's definitely an episode where you should definitely get your notebooks and pens out because you will be so well informed after you finish listening to this episode and I feel so inspired after talking to her I'm literally about to do my skincare routine and implement the tips and tricks and tools that she shared with me today and so I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I did and all of Wendy's information from her Instagram to how to book with her and her services and all of that will be linked in the show notes so definitely check that out I highly recommend her and so without further ado let's go ahead and get started in today's episode okay wendy thank you so much for being on my podcast um i would like to start this episode out by you introducing yourself who you are what it is you do and how you got to being where you are right now my name is wendy Uh, i'm a licensed esthetician I've been doing this for a little over a year. Um, I got into it because uh, during my pregnancy, my skin was kind of out of control. 
and I never experienced that before. I actually had perfect skin growing up, so... Can't relate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I had nice skin, and then so all of a sudden, overnight, um, I had acne, hyperpigmentation, and I was just, like, so insecure about it. So... I started researching products, and I'm the type of person that looks through the ingredients whenever I purchase anything, and I started realizing that the ingredients weren't, weren't so great, and the products that, you know, were advertised everywhere, Sephora, Ulta, so what I did is I went on Amazon, and I started looking up books. I love to read books, so... I ordered a book from Miladies, and I had no idea that it was the actual textbook that you basically go through when you're in an aesthetics program, but I ordered it. It was really expensive, and I was like, okay, I'm going to read this, and I read the whole thing. That's when I realized that this was what I wanted to do. Um, so when I started school, I was kind of like ahead of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had already. <laughs> yeah, I had already read the book. So <clears throat> everyone was kind of surprised my first day because the teacher was mentioning different ingredients and, you know, different products. And I was like, oh, yeah, I read about that. And she's like, where are you reading this? Yeah. And so I told her that I had ordered the book. And yeah, that's when I started. <laughs> And now you're here. Yeah. <laughs> That's, so you said that your your skin got really bad when you got pregnant. Yeah. Is that, do you know, is that something that happens during pregnancy? Or what do you think caused? So everyone experiences different things during their pregnancy. Some girls will tell me that their skin is beautiful and it was like glowing. And so others will tell me they started to break out, they get melasma, which is like the pregnancy mask where you get hyperpigmentation on your cheeks. So it all is related to hormones. So you now have this new life inside of you and now you're sharing hormones. So your hormones are basically doubled at that point. So that really affects your skin, your hair. It it affects you in so many ways mentally. So yeah that's what it has to do with is hormones okay and um when you were reading what was the name of the textbook by the way miladies miladies mm-hmm. okay and when you were reading your that book what was like the most shocking thing that you learned i felt like the most shocking thing was that there were so many ingredients that could physically change your skin like change the feel of it change the look of it but those ingredients were never in the products that were advertised. So like alpha hydroxy acids, there wasn't many products at that time that were advertised because of that. So I felt like a lot of people weren't educated. They were going to Walmart, to Target, buying these products and little to none of the ingredients listed were actually benefiting the skin. So it was shocking to me, and it made sense because when I started going to school, everyone started asking me, when are you going to start? Because I need a facial. I have issues with this and that. And so it was one thing that I found that everyone had in common was everyone had issues with their skin. And, you know, there's 
nothing out there that can really help you unless if you sit down and actually educate yourself right yeah mm-hmm. so when i i got my first facial from by you during my first visit you had me bring in my current skincare products so that you can review the ingredients and let me know which products i should stop using and whatnot and i think literally all of the products i brought except maybe one thing was good yeah um so for like the average person who maybe doesn't isn't as knowledgeable with like Um, ingredients and things what are like some of the basic or common ingredients you think people should avoid in their skincare products and so yeah when you came in the thing is you were on the right track you were using the acids you were using the more natural formulations the thing that every product had in common and that most things out there have in common are fragrance and especially people with acne or with sensitive skin Mm -hmm. fragrance is going to make your skin sensitive it's going to cause a reaction even if you don't have sensitive skin it could still do it so that's like the most important thing is when you get a product and you read through those ingredients usually it'll be at the end right there's fragrance if there's color which I don't, I still don't understand why they put color in skincare. And does it like say color like specifically, or does it? Say- it'll it'll say yellow. It'll say lake, uh, yellow, and then like lake or red, and so yeah, it'll okay. say it'll start naming the types of colors that it has, like the different colors that you know they added, and um, that also is shouldn't be on your skin Mm -hmm. yeah so I feel like with skincare everything has a purpose because if it doesn't have a purpose then it's just sitting there and it's just irritating it or it's just useless right so if you if you look at a product and there's like 50 ingredients on there it's probably not good for you Mm -hmm. and then if there's fragrance like you know just don't use it Mm-hmm. that's the most important thing is uh, buying products without fragrance without fragrance and the thing is there are some estheticians out there that feel it's okay and they will do like perform a facial based off of smells and like you know a, like a very spa type of like facial. aromatherapy yes type? okay which i do i do um, believe in aromatherapy I, I have diffusers and stuff I just don't put it directly on my skin okay and I, I for me my facials are more like treatments mm-hmm. like you're on a treatment plan and I'm gonna make your skin look better and if you have severe acne I'm gonna help you calm it down and clear the scarring and so everything has a purpose so it's not like this spa even though people tell me that it's very relaxing right yeah (laughs) I started snoring yeah yeah a lot of people fall asleep they love the massage they say it feels amazing but it is everything has a purpose and I'm here to make your skin look better so on the topic of ingredients something you mentioned was that even sometimes like a bottle will say uh like no fragrance Mm -hmm. um in the front and then Mm -hmm. when you look at the ingredients it'll have some sort of fragrance right so would you say it's like really important to read through read through every ingredient okay and like my family members won't go to the store with me because I read through (laughs) everything. I read through everything. I can spend like two hours at the grocery store. I know exactly like, 
you know, what is in the products that I'm eating and that I'm putting on my skin. That's just me, though. Right. But, like, some people don't have the time for that, nor do they care to invest that much time into that. So just maybe, like, you know, keep it simple. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. just don't use too many products. Right. Um, Because I feel like that's another thing is people will have way too many steps in their skincare and there isn't a purpose for every step it's just kind of because the bottle looked good or something like that actually um i have found like myself being attracted or wanting to try certain um, products not even because of what they claim to do but because of the look of the yeah the product yeah and that used to happen to me too uh-huh. um especially if something looked very natural and organic and yeah i'm attracted to that too and there was a point in my life where i wouldn't look through the ingredients but that started to change when my body started to change mm-hmm. and it i realized that you know i was a lot more sensitive to everything foods skincare products shampoo everything mm-hmm. so you mentioned not using too many steps or products. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of different type of skincare routines. You know, there's like the Korean 10 step skincare skincare routine and then yeah. like people just posting their skincare routines on YouTube and everyone has a different type of routine. Yeah. And I know everyone's skin is different and they need different things, but what would you say is like the basic or most important steps in any skincare routine? Yeah, there are some crazy routines out there. Mine can get a little crazy sometimes too, Um, but we have to be in tune with ourselves. So when I'm cleansing my face and it's suddenly getting super red and I'm getting hot and Mm -hmm. it looks irritated, which is how my skin has been for the past week, I keep it very simple and I tone it all the way down and I'll use very healing and calming maybe a healing calming serum and a moisturizer and that's it and when my skin is doing great and i know that i can do a bit more i the retinols the alpha hydroxy acids you know all of that but um i feel like ideally for someone what they should be using is a great cleanser so a cleanser that isn't stripping your skin of its natural oils if your skin feels dry and tight after Mm -hmm. whatever you put on after isn't going to um, penetrate how it's supposed to Mm -hmm. what is it about a cleanser that may cause your skin to be super dry so a foaming cleanser will strip your skin of its natural oils the one that foams that suds up some more than others Mm -hmm. just depends on the formulation but typically it will strip your skin of its natural oils Um, some people have extremely oily skin and they feel like they need that I I personally don't recommend that for my clients Mm -hmm. with super oily skin I feel like balancing their skin is more important than drying it out Mm -hmm. because if you dry it out then there will be an overproduction of oil and then that causes a breakout right it's like your skin trying to overcompensate exactly you can be a very oily naturally oily person Mm -hmm. with extremely surface dry skin and that's one of the worst combinations that us as estheticians that we get to deal with because it it's so hard to balance it out at that point so many years of 
you know, a client not wearing moisturizer because they don't want their skin to be more oily and stripping their skin down, stripping their natural barrier um, that protects their skin. So then you start breaking out. So yeah, um, you have to balance out your skin and it's hard. It's really hard because you you really have to educate yourself mm-hmm. or just go to someone that can help you and then maybe just like get a very simple skincare routine. That'll work too. Mm-hmm. Um, the really like extensive routines that are like a 10-step routine, those are usually to target aging. So they're oh. more anti-aging. Um, like the Korean ones specifically, that's usually what they'll target. But yeah, so some days I will do a 10-step routine and other days I will do a two-step routine. It just, you know, you kind of have to feel your skin. You'll kind of know. So bottom line is be intuitive with how your skin is feeling and how certain products are making your skin feel. Exactly. Okay, and that's that's really good to know because I feel like a lot of people don't, think about that like it's the same thing with being intuitive with um like what you're eating and mm-hmm. how it's making you feel exactly um the whole um emphasis of this episode is how to have your glowiest skin so what do you think are the essential steps towards achieving your glowiest skin like from diets to we kind of talked about routines and products but like overall what are like the um steps you need to take to have glowy skin glowy skin glowy healthy looking skin yeah so um it's hard to give an answer because everyone has different skin obviously right but there are some crucial steps that some people do miss so first of all what you put in your body it has an effect i mean before chemists and doctors they would always argue that food does not affect the skin but I feel like estheticians have proved them wrong Mm -hmm. Um, whatever you're putting inside your body it as long as your body has trouble digesting it you will see the effect on the outside it could be anything it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a cheeseburger that's affecting your skin it could be a tomato Mm -hmm. so Um, you kind of have to, after you have a meal, if you have to run to the restroom, if you have a stomach ache, you have to kind of be like, okay, let me cut this out for a little bit. Let me see if I feel better. So first things first, you have to eat, um, to your body constitution and you have to keep your body hydrated. Um, especially in the winter water will evaporate a lot faster from our skin so that's why our skin is so dry during the winter so we have to drink water Um, and then as far as a routine goes what really will give you glowing skin is typically serums that's why when a client walks out of a facial Mm -hmm. um, their skin is glowing so you have to exfoliate with a really good exfoliator and then using serums after you exfoliate and now exfoliating it depends on the type of skin you have some people can exfoliate twice a week right some people can't some people can exfoliate once every two weeks it just depends on your skin you don't want to irritate your skin so exfoliating getting rid of that dead skin because shedding our dead skin it starts to slow down as we age Mm. um 
So basically it's just sitting there, all that dead skin. And the moment we get it off and we put on a serum, I mean, obviously you're going to balance out the skin with a toner or whatever your next step is. But once you apply your serum, it's able to penetrate through the epidermal layers better and it's going to plump up your skin and give you that glow. Okay. And do you have any recommendations for um, exfoliants or um, serums? Yeah. So um, I'm not going to recommend anything from drugstore because I've tried products from drugstore and it's never given me the result that I, you know, have looked for. If you go somewhere like Sephora they do have some really good serums. So there's a brand called Sunday Riley. Oh, yeah. Um, there's a Good Jeans Serum. Good jeans. It's okay. amazing. It's seriously amazing for, you know, wh- where it's sold. It's not a professional product. You don't have to see an esthetician to um, be able to purchase it, but it will give you results as if you went to an esthetician. So that's a really great serum. Um, in my practice, I do use professional product, mm-hmm. and um, the ingredients aren't, you know, full of fillers, and it's not like watered down, and it's as strong as it can be. Mm-hmm. Um, so, a really great serum is the retinol serum that I use. Um, uh, I mean, the flavonoid serum; it's very healing. If you have rosacea, it's able to heal it from the outside, which is hard for a serum to do. Usually inflammation is all within, so you really need to take care of your body, um, like internally, but that serum is able to help out. And those products are from Rejuvi. Oh, okay. Um, so, and then exfoliant, I mean, the papaya enzyme exfoliant from Rejuvi is amazing. Um, the, so the, here's a difference and... Um, I feel like people should really know this. Taking notebooks out people yeah. haven't already. <laughs> yeah. So if you get an exfoliant with enzymes, mm-hmm. the enzymes will dissolve the dead skin. So it does the work on its own. So it'll rid your skin of the dead skin cells and it'll reveal fresh new skin. But if you use an exfoliant with beads and with walnut shells like St. Ives, um, those types of exfoliants scrape off the dead skin. Mm -hmm. So it leaves damage. It it will damage your skin. So it's always better to go with an exfoliant with enzymes that will dissolve it. But I kind of like to stick with what works because I'm working on other people, mm-hmm. um, I'm not so adventurous with my product anymore. Okay, no, that makes sense. <laughs> because I have to produce results, and most people come to me with acne. Mm-hmm. So I know exactly what I'm going to use on them, um, you know, in order to achieve results. And the exfoliant from Rejuvi does have enzymes, and it's amazing. <clears throat> Can people who are not, like, a client of yours purchase these products from you? Because I know you do sell them, like, to your to my clients yeah yeah you can purchase them from me you can purchase them from derm store um i have clients who you know like they're on the run all the time and they can't stop at my house sometimes or Mm -hmm. stop wherever i'm at so they will 
um, order it from Derm Store and that's fine. Um, the thing that I do like to tell people though is just because it works for some person doesn't mean it works for everybody. And I think that's a big issue with the influencers and mm -hmm, all yeah. this marketing is that people expect a certain result and everyone's different. Right. So we all have different skin. We all have different sub conditions and it won't be the same result for everyone. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, and to backtrack a little, you mentioned um, like to have glowing skin to be mindful of the things you are putting in your body, which is something, you know, that is ha, is really important to a lot of people but to people who don't know what have you found are common food groups or foods that negatively um affect your skin yeah so um peanuts are a huge issue for people especially people with oily skin some people will eat peanuts and literally like immediately break out really yeah so they are a huge trigger um, a lot of estheticians will talk about this and there's actually a really famous esthetician out there. Her name is Narita Joy. I've taken her classes before and the like the peanut corporation or whatever it uh -huh. is, they contacted her and they were like, stop talking about our product because you're affecting our sales. Really? Yeah. <laughs> peanuts are an issue. Dairy. Um, I don't know what's going on with dairy is I feel like it's just affecting people more and more and more and more. Mm -hmm. And like now most people I know can't tolerate dairy. Yeah. I grew up on cheese. Like I literally, we would buy blocks of cheese and I would just like eat, eat yeah. it. Like just yeah. bite the entire block of cheese. Like, <laughs> and now I cannot, you know, consume dairy products and I've had to switch milk my regular milk to oat milk and I'm happy um I feel a lot better now yeah but that's a huge problem for people does dairy cause like acne or what kind of issues skin issues do, do you find that dairy causes typically it's acne and it's the bumps like the oh. texture bumps that are like underneath the skin yeah and you can see them over makeup mm -hmm. and they're hard to extract um sometimes you have to like kind of trigger them a little bit to be able to get it out they're really like stuck in there um and it's usually on so basically every area of the face is connected to something internal and it's the large intestine so the area that's like where our like underneath our cheekbones like your chin and yeah your, our chin area like that's usually line? yeah that's usually what, where people will break out when dairy is affecting them dang i think dairy affects me then. yeah because sometimes like i haven't i feel like it started recently but um i've been getting like acne underneath my mm -hmm. my chin or whatever yeah and yeah so yeah that makes me sad uh, hormones too oh, okay so, yeah yeah hormones will usually um you'll see the breakouts underneath the chin those are usually painful mm -hmm. so if you yeah. have like a cystic painful breakout that's typically hormones those are hard to control because it's hard to control our hormones um but yeah so it's dairy peanuts sometimes egg yolks will affect the skin but that's a little bit more uncommon that I find with my clients. But that's mainly the, the foods that really affect the skin. And are there any um, uh, foods that 
are really great for the skin yeah so uh greens Mm -hmm. greens are really good for the skin and not only are they good for your skin they'll really like clean out your system like they'll flush out um they'll like speed up I don't know your metabolism because it feels like the moment you have a green smoothie it's like you run to the bathroom yeah like you're like detoxing (laughs) yeah Yeah. your body's detoxing so greens I recommend um green smoothies to my clients with spinach celery all of that is really great um and I mean just the typical healthy foods it just it's different for everyone but greens are really good good okay great I'm gonna have to trade out my um iced coffees for (laughs) green smoothies (laughs) nectar oh gosh um I was gonna ask oh so what are some skin do's and don'ts that you live by so I feel like something that's not talked about because I do watch a lot of um youtubers uh like estheticians that have youtube channels and they're all great i love them but i feel like something that's not brought up so much is that we have to massage in our products Mm. for them to be more effective and i live by that i massage my face every single time i put on product whether it's my cleanser my exfoliant moisturizer um, serum, I kind of like to just pat it in. Okay. But everything else, you have to really massage your skin. And wherever you're noticing fine lines forming, you have to get in there and massage it. It makes a huge difference. Um, it gets your blood flowing. It, it plumps up your skin. So massage is super important. Even your masks. Now, you can't just massage in any mask because... N- not all of them would you know it, it might irritate your skin but if you have a really good like hydrating mask um, massaging that in mm. it works wonders so that's a do and then don't I feel like over exfoliating your skin stripping it you know where your natural barrier is like non-existent and there's no protection on your skin so basically any type of bacteria will cause a breakout Mm. will irritate your skin so if you're over exfoliating um your body's not your skin is not able to protect itself how it's supposed to so you really have to be mindful of how your skin reacts to exfoliating for me it's once a week but some people have tougher skin and they can do twice a week so just it's different for everyone just paying attention to how your skin is reacting and how would one know if they're over exfoliating their skin if you're over exfoliating um your skin looks irritated i see it with my clients it it feels tight Mm -hmm. and irritated and if you feel it it might feel a little bit hot typically it's red and it just looks not sore but just overworked yeah you can you can see it um especially us we know what our skin is like like we've been looking at ourselves for so many years so we know when there's something that's not quite right okay i was gonna ask um what are some masks that you like to use um the hydrating mask from rejuvi i kid you not it is the most amazing mask I've ever used. Really? And I have a ton of masks for my clients and 
I go through a tub of this like every two weeks. Really? Yeah. Like I put it all over my neck, my face, all over my clients' necks. Like it, the moment I put it on the skin, the skin like will drink it up Mm -hmm. and sometimes I'll even apply more. But when I take it off, it's so healing. It like when people have really inflamed acne, it's really red, it'll really calm it down and it plumps your skin up at the same time and it's not even that expensive it's literally like 24 dollars mm. and it's amazing there's masks out there that are like a hundred dollars yeah that i've used and this one is just like is that you like, can't beat it is that like the jelly mask that you put on or no. is it a sheet or it's um it's not the jelly it's more like a thick like buttery consistency oh, i did okay. put it on you though oh, okay yeah it's amazing well i know where my next check my next check is going to yeah because <laughs> i'm like taking mental notes of all of the products you're saying yes um so are there any trends you see in the skincare industry that you feel don't do anything at all or they're not beneficial like i the only thing i can think of is like the jade roller mm-hmm. but like i know there are other trends that are coming up yeah there's a lot of trends with everything, I mm-hmm. feel like, but yeah. especially in skincare. So me, I'm, I'm simple. I like to use my product and my hands, and I'm able to achieve results with that. I, I actually had a ton of machines in my room. I had a microdermabrasion machine. I had a high-frequency machine, and I sent them all back. Really? Yeah. It's just the thing is... You can't combine really strong product with really strong equipment. Mm. It it can cause a reaction and product produces more result than equipment. I have clients come to me all the time saying, I had a microdermabrasion facial, but I didn't see a difference after. And so, I mean, there are a lot of trends out there. Um, like, for example, you know, microneedling. Yeah. Um, I feel like it causes a lot of inflammation in the skin. And when your skin is inflamed, it, it takes a really long time for it to calm down again. Mm-hmm. And it's not something that I would personally do. But to each their own, I see a lot of estheticians, you know, produce results with those trendy things you know that they use so now we can we'll move on to um our ig questions we both made a post um asking our followers yeah um, if they had any skin questions so i'll go ahead and just like go off the list so somebody asked what are some and i kind of we kind of touched on a lot of these things already but what are some common causes of acne slash breakouts and how can we best treat them So common causes are typically the products that people are using on a daily basis. They're not doing anything. They're kind of just sitting on the surface of the skin, irritating it. Um, So usually it's unsuitable products that, you know, aren't doing much for the skin uh, because of the ingredients. And then there's other things like food intolerance. Uh, that's a big one and then a lot of makeup Mm -hmm. so that's something that people don't talk about a lot but comedogenic makeup is makeup that clogs your pores because of the ingredients a lot of I have clients that are makeup artists and typically 
I have to spend about an hour extracting their skin because of the type of makeup they use. And then I have clients that don't wear any makeup or that wear makeup once or twice a week. Mm -hmm. And extractions are about 10 minutes. Really? So that makes a huge difference Mm -hmm. is the type of makeup that you're applying on a daily basis. Because makeup isn't a bad thing. It actually protects you. It's another layer on your skin that protects you from the environment, from the sun. But you have to make sure that you're using a makeup that's not clogging your pores. So that's a big one. And then another one is kind of sanitation. So Mm -hmm. like dirty phones, dirty pillowcases, dirty makeup brushes. So the things that touch our face yeah. that are dirty, that have bacteria on them, that's going to make you break out. Yeah. I actually, I, I think I saw you post something mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. And how often do you like recommend washing your brushes? Yeah. I mean, it depends. Like if you wear makeup on a daily basis, then probably once or twice a week. But if you wear makeup like once a week then you know you can go yeah you can go a little longer but it's it's important to wash your brushes okay and then the next two questions which are kind of one and the same are uh, best and worst skincare brands in your opinion and also which makeup brands do you think are good for the skin and um, i'm assuming they meant like which makeup brands do you know have relatively good ingredients yeah if you so um i would say the worst and it's it doesn't feel good talking bad about other companies right because one day i want to put out my skincare line and then when i'm sitting there watching youtube videos someone's like oh my god this is crap is this the first time you've mentioned that like uh yeah okay yeah (laughs) wait for it this is the moment she like claimed it watch (laughs) yeah oh my god no but i get it but also it's good to like for people to be aware for people to be aware so saint ives is like one of the worst honestly and it 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 makes me sad saying it because people some people can't afford expensive products and i get that and I've been there too, like in high school, you know, yeah. what are, what are we going to be buying really when we're right. not working? But that's one of the worst ones. Um, St. Ives, Cetaphil, I have a lot of clients that use Cetaphil really? and a lot of dermatologists, yeah. they recommend it. Yeah. But whenever I get a client that's using that brand, their uh-huh. skin is extremely surface dry. And wow. yeah, so. I think I used I use their uh, face wash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people do. A lot of my clients um, start off using that. I would say that, yeah, clients, usually their skin is really dry um, when they come in and they use that line. But the best, I would say, um, obviously, Rejuvi, I feel like, is really great. There's so many good skincare lines out there. Mm-hmm. There's professional skincare lines that are amazing it just kind of depends on your clients Mm -hmm. obviously if I'm in Beverly Hills and you know I have like these millionaire clients to me coming to me then I might switch up the line I'm using but I want to keep it you know at a moderate rate for everyone and Rejuvi is amazing you don't have to spend much Mm -hmm. to see results literally from one day to the other Mm -hmm. there's also um like I mentioned, Sunday Riley, that one's amazing. I 
I started using that one a few years ago before I became an esthetician and I, I love their products and but they are really expensive more expensive than Rejuvi so right. yeah yeah okay and then what about uh makeup brands that you feel have are good for the skin or have relatively good ingredients so there's a lot of good ones out there uh so color science is amazing i never heard of them yeah it's, so it's a mineral line the thing is they don't sell them uh, in any store you have oh. to order online or i i think they sell them through amazon but i'm not sure if it's legit don't oh. quote me because <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you know how that goes don't come for her yeah like. don't come for me so um there's bare minerals i mean bare minerals is easily you can access that you know any sephora there's uh cover fx okay that's also one that you can have access to if you have a sephora around that's a mineral line as well so any mineral makeup is not going to clog your pore pores and it's going to let your skin breathe Mm. so somebody else asked how can you care for slash clear for back acne and overall body acne so again it's it, it is different there's not one answer for everything it is different for everyone i had really bad back acne for a while and the moment i cut back on dairy it cleared out mm. and then there it can also be a case like my brother where he was going to the gym and he had things to do after and the machines are super dirty at the gym and there was so much bacteria that it was causing breakouts oh yeah so there's a lot of reasons that you can break out and that you can get body acne there are pads out there there are salicylic acid pads Mm -hmm. salicylic acid is basically it's able to penetrate your skin and it's really good for acne so you can use those um just overall just you know trying to be cleaner maybe the sheets are dirty Mm. whatever bacteria is harboring you know try to get rid of it uh and just kind of like paying attention to what's affecting your body like you know it, it could be some type of food that's affecting it right okay and i'm definitely gonna check out those pads because i when i work out i that's when i notice my back breaking out mm-hmm most and even if I like go to the shower right away I like feel the Mm -hmm. like acne happening so yeah yeah Yeah. and again it could be bacteria it also sweat like when you're sweating your skin gets irritated and inflamed and there's a lot of reasons out there but those pads usually they make a difference cool um, and then best anti-aging products or um, methods uh, and when should we start taking preventative care? So I feel like for anti-aging, there's nothing wrong with starting young. It just depends on what level you're taking it to. So for example, retinols are amazing for anti-aging. Um they help speed up the process that gets rid of the dead skin cells. So retinols are amazing, but if a 16-year-old comes to me, I'm not going to use retinols on them. Right. So I would say maybe around 22, 23, you can start to incorporate anti-aging products slowly into your regimen, and then by age 30, you have a head start. Mm. So 
retinols are amazing massaging your skin is amazing again it is very anti-aging like when you're putting on your products Mm -hmm. when you're putting on your product really work the product in on youtube there's a lot of good videos that show you how to do a proper facial massage um and that's very effective too so it i wouldn't start super young i feel like you know teenagers they shouldn't have to worry about that um they shouldn't have to worry about you know anti-aging it's like you know what are you gonna go focus on school or college yeah (laughs) yeah like yeah by worrying about getting old you're gonna (laughs) you're gonna get old yeah yeah Yeah, so and what about like more I guess advanced things you could do like I know Mm -hmm. there's you know this might not be for everyone but like Botox and things like that like Mm -hmm. what are your opinions on I'm not opposed to it I feel like I feel like people need to be happy and for some people being happy is you know going to do yoga and for other people it's getting rid of that you know line on their forehead that Mm -hmm. makes them really insecure I'm not opposed to any of that I feel like to each their own yeah um but I just feel like too much of something is always bad right so there's this like trend going around where everyone's like addicted to Botox and fillers and you know Brazilian butt lifts which is fine but you just don't want to overdo it Mm -hmm. because there aren't enough studies out there that can you know prove that you'll be okay when you're older yeah so I feel like doing everything in a safe way and really doing your research um I then everything is fine if you're really doing your research and educating yourself yeah and I think too like with things like that is being mindful of why you're doing it like obviously if you feel you'll look better without a line okay but don't do it because you feel pressured by society yeah or because of someone else because at the end of the day there's only so much you can do yeah and if you're doing it for the wrong reasons then like yeah you can go too far or it can have negative effects I feel and if you're doing it for someone else you're never going to be happy so do everything for yourself because because you know that it's beneficial to yourself if someone's pressuring you or you know all your friends are getting their boobs done and you're the only flat-chested one Mm -hmm. and so now you feel like you have to go get your boobs done but you've always been okay with having small boobs then you know why do it Mm -hmm. there's a lot of men out there that like that that like girls with small boobs it's it's not everyone doesn't have to look the same and I feel like on Instagram everyone's starting (laughs) to look the same I know like the yeah I know what you mean (sighs) yeah um and then someone else actually asked if there are any alternatives to do like to Botox there are um but I won't recommend anything because I personally haven't done it okay there are trends going around like the hyaluron pen which I personally wouldn't do either. Uh, what is that? I've never it, heard of that. So your body naturally produces an acid called hyaluronic acid, and it plumps your skin. It's a water binder. It's called a lipid. Mm-hmm. So um, it attracts water, and it multiplies it. Uh, so it plumps your skin, and people are using that to plump their skin, basically, mm-hmm. their lips, you know, their facial areas. Um, but again there it's so new 
there aren't enough studies out there that are really going to determine what effect it'll have long term. Right. So I personally don't recommend anything like that. Um, but I feel like alternatives to Botox that you can do at home that won't cost you anything is having a very strict skin regimen that involves a lot of facial massage where the manipulations are going in the right direction because if the manipulations are going in the opposite direction then you can create more damage than good basically Mm -hmm. so again looking up um and maybe when I start my YouTube tell me why like the whole time you're talking in the back of my mind I'm like why the fuck does she not have a YouTube channel because I need this knowledge I can't I can't bother you every like five seconds I am because I was gonna ask like what is what were you gonna say yeah, so I am challenged when it comes to technology, and I've been trying to make a YouTube video for years. Oh, just come over. I will teach you really quick. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to. Yeah. So, yeah, w- one day I do plan on making a YouTube channel, and I want it to be about skin. And um, But until that day comes, just, you know, there's estheticians out there like Narita Joy um, Jordan Samuel. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of great estheticians out there that will post their facial massage. And if you massage your skin every single night and every single morning when you're applying your product, if you're exfoliating, if you're using serums, I mean, people are going to think that you've had something done because you're going to look really young. Okay. Um, but as far as everything else, I haven't personally tried it, so I don't feel comfortable, you know, really vouching for anything. That's fair enough, though. That <clears throat> speaks on your character, I feel. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'll be waiting on that YouTube channel. Yeah. Send the link. <laughs> <laughs> I can, when you were talking about, like, the smoothies and stuff, I was like, I can envision you having a YouTube channel about educating people on skin, but also, like, the other stuff that goes mm-hmm. into it. The, yeah, the other stuff that people wouldn't know unless if they had the experience of touching someone's skin on a daily basis mm-hmm. and like working on different types of clients. Yeah. So I feel like it is important for estheticians to put that out there because yeah. everyone has issues with their skin, but not everyone can do the research or like read an entire textbook or even know what to research. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so we need your your knowledge yeah yeah (laughs) um and someone else asked if you had to pick one skincare item to invest the most like your money in Mm -hmm. what would it be moisturizer eye serum serums what would you think so i thought this one through and i feel like the product that people won't really invest in usually because they are usually more expensive but they do make a huge difference is serum Mm -hmm. serums usually are at a higher price point than everything else because the ingredients are usually more concentrated and uh in order to formulate the serum it it costs them more so they are at a higher price point but they're very important serums are a little bit of like an advanced treatment so let's say your cleanser moisturizer sunscreen that's just the basics Mm -hmm. to keep your skin in check serums are 
Um, typically, if you want to work like on hyperpigmentation, scarring, serums are going to help get you to the next level, get your skin to the next level and really like have that effect where it's like, whoa, what did you do? What did you change? Mm-hmm. So I feel like serums are, they are very important and they are worth it as long as it's a good serum. And what are some of your favorite serums? So my favorite serum is the retinol serum uh, from Rejuvi. The retinol serum is amazing and retinol actually helps your skin to produce collagen um, so that one is really, really great. It helps with scarring, hyperpigmentation, um, really great. And then there's the flavonoid serum, which if, if you're an esthetician, you've heard of it because it's always sold out. It's amazing. Um, it, like if someone comes to you with surface dryness, you put that serum on there and it's like non-existent after that. So flavonoid serums are great too. So the, if you need, if you're gonna invest your money in a skincare product, definitely have a pea serum. Yeah. And then I guess the last question, it got cut off, so I wasn't sure what they were trying to ask, but they mentioned all things under eyes. I'm not sure like if they mean dark circles, mm-hmm. lines, but how to treat them, when to start, what to avoid. So under eyes are very important. Uh, So the skin under your eyes is completely different than the the rest of your face. Mm. So it's a lot more uh, delicate and it needs a specific product in order for the product to penetrate. So, and that's also where a lot of people start seeing their fine lines because we smile. And so the skin tugs around the eye. So... Um, a lot of people think that putting moisturizer or serum underneath the eye is equivalent to using an eye product, but it's not, and it's not going to help the eye area. So, um, you, you need to get something that's formulated to basically specifically for under eye. Mm -hmm. And again, massaging is really important. You have to work the product in in the direction that your eyebrow hair grows. So in circular motions in the direction that your eyebrow hair grows. Um, If you go the opposite way, you're basically like counteracting everything and you can uh, help your skin to get more wrinkles. So it it does the exact opposite. So um, just make sure that you're doing it the right way and that you are doing it morning and night and you will really strengthen that area Mm -hmm. and that'll prevent from, you know, fine lines forming as easily. Okay. I never realized how um, important like application Mm -hmm. is. It is. It makes all the difference. And that's why estheticians, they usually have nice skin is because they know the application method and they know like the manipulations that need to be done in order for it to be effective. Okay. And so these are all the questions that we have for you, (laughs) but I have one more and it's a surprise question. But um, since this podcast is called Just Glow With It, what is your version of living a glowy life or just glowing with it? So for me, I feel like this is a great time for me to do this podcast because 
before I started doing skin, I was kind of lost. I didn't know what I was going to do. I was kind of like that person that I was always like, what's my talent? Everyone <laughs> has a talent, you know, yeah. and what's mine? Yeah. So I was kind of confused and I would go to school and then I would drop my classes mm. and I lived in the Bay Area for a long time. So I feel like that opened up my mind to different things too, but so <laughs> my definition of living a glowy life is really being true to yourself. So everyone is so different and uh, you really need to figure out what it is that makes you truly happy and you need to do it. And for some people that takes longer than others, you yeah. know, so I didn't realize that I wanted to do skin until I was 24 four years old mm -hmm. and people are expected to find their lifelong career when they're 18 and right. go to school and do it for the rest of their lives and I feel like for a lot of people that doesn't work yeah. so be patient and you have to be in tune with yourself yeah and you have to do things that you truly enjoy mm -hmm. and everything will work itself out and you'll feel yourself radiating and literally yeah <laughs> you will and you'll have that energy that you you know when you're not happy you see other people that are happy and you're kind of like well what's up with them you know yeah. but when you actually feel that happiness yourself you're like okay everything makes sense now yeah yeah and I think that's I love that but I um also love how your story is a great example of be, being patient and how everything mm -hmm. will work itself out because I'm sure when you were pregnant and your skin was acting up you probably felt awful yeah you were probably like why is this happening and yeah. all these bad things yeah. but had that situation not happened it wouldn't have led you to finding your dream career yeah and doing what you're doing now and my calling in life yes so even the bad times it it's probably happening for a reason yeah and it might lead you to your happiest moments yeah. and so where can people find you if they're interested in um, booking a session with you or uh, not a session but a service a service yeah. or following you yeah so I'm on Instagram uh, my Instagram name is skin therapy by Wendy and or if you want to book with me directly i'm on booksy and it's the same so skin therapy by wendy and i'll have that linked yeah in the show notes so people can have their glowiest skin ever <laughs> this was so fun and i'm so proud of you too because yeah you said um side note um you were nervous to do this to record a, or to be interviewed because you know mm -hmm. you had your own fears but mm -hmm. you did it and proud yeah. of you and it's gonna be a great episode yeah I'm really happy this was fun so I hope you enjoyed this episode if you liked it I would appreciate if you could screenshot this episode tag me in it and Wendy and <clears throat> all of Wendy's information will be linked in the show notes and as always until next time remember, remember to, to just glow, glow with it, it. <laughs>